0: Welcome to Air Radio.
1: We're here with your host,
0: 33
1: and 333,
0: and we hope you all have a wonderful night tonight and enjoy this episode. We're doing a podcast on Instagram Live. We will do multi-streaming soon. Other than that, I'll let 333 take it away.
1: All right. So the biggest thing that came across to me with the state of the world right today is basically you've got an election going haywire in brazil you've, you've got the the after effects of this pandemic stuff you've got the state of the world financial and then you've got people's freedoms being taken away left right and center so basically that's dope <laughs> that is dope and we're working out the kinks here people so don't uh, don't judge us too hard we're gonna get this pattern out but uh, we definitely, we've done our reading. We'll put it that way. So I just want to start with a starting point right now in the state of the world. Basically, uh, I overheard a conversation the other day about how we need to put this through the system and make these people accountable and how to, uh, make other people accountable and, and they're trying to introduce legislature and, you know, how can we get this election fraud figured out and how did so and so get elected and it all comes down to one key poke focal point. And really the point is in a nutshell is that it's all bought and paid for and it all goes back to the same source.
0: Well and that's the biggest problem too, because even if we were to impeach or put these people on trial the same people will be holding the trial or the same people that are paying these people to be who they are. So we come into this never ending uh, like vicious cycle of nobody's ever going to be accountable for it cuz no matter how much the people uproar about it, the ones who are held accountable versus the ones who are holding them accountable are all on the same side of the fence. So we yeah. we get stuck in the situation where no matter what we say, we are not going to it doesn't matter, our votes don't matter, our opinions don't matter. Uh, your opinions only matter to the community so like whether it's a civil outcry about lgbtq or so outcry about uh toxins and foods and stuff it only goes up as high as an administration level and it comes right back to us so it's people rallying to get people uh interested in it but in the meantime all the politicians and the bigwigs are sitting there and they don't give a shit
1: no they're
0: they're just sitting back on their thrones being like oh yeah they're they're riling up the people and the only people that are getting riled up are other people so then it just stays there and then conflicts like the only time they'll come in is if they want to create an internal conflict between two parties um you know like for example like the black lives matter thing like some white or jewish guy or something came in and started inflating the hate between blacks and whites um, and that was never there. And Black Lives Matter—it was about supporting Black people. It was never about versus, you know, anybody versus anybody, until these big wigs came and stepped in and made the problem even worse.
1: And that's that's part of the problem because that's exactly what they want. They don't want us cohesive, and they don't want us as a collective because as a collective, they're screwed. They're they're out of out of business. And that's a large part. And you got to think too, with, with like we were talking about earlier, the baby industry, they pushed, you know, new cribs, new toys, new this, better this with aloe and this. And then all of a sudden, we have this trillion dollar baby industry. Well, they've done the same thing with food. And the very same things that they're scaling back on your freedoms or taxing you for carbon... Are the very same things they pushed you to consume so whose fault is it really is it the people's fault because that was the food that was put in front of them they said more more bigger portions more money more money and they made billions and trillions off the backs of these people and more plastic more carbon more pollution killing the ocean killing ecosystems killing everything and instead of doing it the right way as opposed to hiring more farmers and bringing more farmers in and doing a more holistic approach to meet the demands of the people and the people that they were pushing to have more kids and consume more things they went the other route which is you know in their pockets basically through corporations chemicals but you guys got to real- realize something and we were talking about this earlier the very same people that are doing this to you now. We're okay with you twenty years ago. They're not okay with it now. Well, it's it's not fitting their narrative, and they they have made billions off of you guys. Seriously,
0: billions and billions, and the consumerism doesn't just stop there. It it, it goes far beyond with holidays and new phones and new clothes and the newest trends and uh, you know, it, it, there's it seems like there's seemingly no end to. Uh, corporate greed um and the thing too is you know like people people just don't generally look deeply into anything that they're consuming or that they're buying or that they're um going out of their way to produce and what i mean by that is like you know the the average person will go to the grocery store and pick up you know some meat and you know a couple of boxes of craft dinner and uh you know some tomato soup and some juice or whatever for example and they just say oh yeah this stuff's really good I've been indoctrinated to think this is good my parents fed it to me as a kid so I'm going to feed it to my kids but what they don't realize is that they look at those ingredients and oh a long complicated ingredient oh, it can't be bad for me because the government approved it but if you go google search that um, that ingredient no matter what it is um, nine times out of ten it's going to be something that's really bad for you and we have stuff um in all these mainstream products um that should be worrisome to a lot of people because some of this stuff can change your genetic makeup some of this stuff can give you um arthritis or uh inflate and um kind of like give you onset early diabetes and stuff like this so the thing is is like it, it may seem oh yeah like crap dinner great and then you look at the ingredients and when like six of those ingredients have hazardous chemicals in them um, and you're consuming that and the same with the juice it can say organic all at once but the fact is is they're putting extra chemicals into that stuff and it's like I've never ever met somebody who's made their own juice it was been like oh yeah you know the government told me to do this and put this in it no Um, the fact is is like all this stuff these products go through a government level whether it's a home-based business or not like a family business and unless you don't want grants from the government you don't want support from the government then you can get away with putting whatever you want and the FDA also claims that you can leave a certain set amount of ingredients out of your product so god knows what else they're not putting in there um, so it comes to the point where you know there's this app called yuca it's a y-u-k-k-a I believe um, you know kind of like a yuca plant um, where every barcode that you scan will bring up the product that you're about to consume and then it'll show you a little red mark and if that red mark is there that means there's something hazardous in that that can potentially kill you or make you really sick and then it'll show yellow which is like this is a moderate risk and then it'll show green which is good and you'd be surprised how many products get scanned that show up red and yellow and stuff that's even supposed to be good for us even like uh like dull bananas like you scan that and it's like they they there's extra chemicals in that stuff because of the pesticides they use and it's like we should be evolved at the point in being a species where we are conscious about this kind of stuff but we're not and when somebody talks out about it everybody's like yeah okay yeah i don't want to eat this bad stuff but really in reality are they actually going to go through the effort to make sure they don't consume this stuff no they they might try it for a week and then they're like oh no I'm just I'm gonna give up and I mean I do it too I'm like oh I eat all this really good stuff for like a week and then I'll you know indulge myself and I'll get fast food or I'll grab a bag of chips or something right but I, at this point in time I'm not consuming it to the level that I was before I knew this stuff right so I think if more people knew this stuff they would um, like encourage their family and friends to To do the same thing and then put these big companies, you know, in a very, like, I hate to say it this way, but a a really shitty position, where if they don't change their product, they're gonna bankrupt, and that's what needs to happen. Not only with, and this is why I'm talking about this, not only with food, this also needs to happen with, uh, you know, automotive companies and, uh, clothing manufacturers and uh, businesses that make electronics, consumer grade electronics, and it's like, when you know that your light bulbs and your phone and and your playstation all have an expiry date they have planned obsolescence dates and it's random based on the chipset that's put into the the like in the components in the the device um you'd probably be a little more uh intuitive to search into how you can get rid of that planned obsolescence or find a product that doesn't have the same kind of planned obsolescence.
1: Well yeah, and we're we're sitting on so basically in a nutshell and we're going to delve deeper into this. Part of the point you're making too is is like we're all lazy, we all are because that's the way we've been indoctrinated and, exactly. and over the last 20 years especially so because they they've created every distraction and surplus known demand for people not to pay attention and that's the biggest takeaway and that's in your education system that's in your food it's all this stuff is owned by the same people so we say governments The a lot of the governments are a figurehead they're just doing the bidding of the corporations and the people that own the corporations and there's a select few people it, it really it comes down to I I forget what the study was. It was like six parent companies that basically run the world. Mm -hmm. And under every one of those companies are sub companies and, you know, 20 more and 20 more and 40 more. And that's what it essentially boils down to. And, And they don't care, guys. Like, they don't care whether you see a movie again. They don't care whether you go to a rock concert or a rap concert. They don't care if you ever see a a lake again they don't care whether you have a swimming pool if they can take all of it away and still get their money they'll do it we were talking about this earlier with hollywood and hollywood's a whole that's probably going to be an episode on its own mm-hmm. but if they could burn hollywood to the fucking ground tomorrow and get all the money they ever thought they could get out of it they'd do it they don't give a shit and and this is the thing these corporations do the bidding and they donor the politicians the politicians launder money back to them and it goes right to the top every time and there is a very very elaborate network all over this fucking world with in every four corners you could think of in the in the police system in the court system you know there's hierarchies all over the place that source trace back to this and that, that's the big takeaway there's a left wing and a right wing but a lot of times it's owned by the same bird and you got to realize this very little things are by accident anymore it's very articulated and it's articulated to keep it that way because if people ever discover their potential they're screwed
0: exactly and it's like from the time that we are born with the indoctrination you know, we're told a lot of, like, grand lies, like, the earth is round, meat is good for you, Um, you know, school is good for you, Uh, live your life, you know, free as a child, and then once you become a teenager, get ready for adulthood, because you're going to need to have a job, work nine to five, go to college, uh, you know, do all this stuff that they plan out for you, and, I, I, you know, in my rant um, about human nature, that I that I put up last week, um, I kind of addressed that too, where people, you know, they 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 can think they're woke, they can think they're going against the grain, that they're a rebel, but unless they're rebelling against everything, they're and they're only rebelling against their parents, for example, you're you're still not there. You're not at that point where you can honestly call yourself a rebel or call yourself woke, if you're. Rebelling and then you you wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and go to your nine to five job and you know get drunk with your friends on the weekend and you know fucking try mushrooms or something like that's that's not rebelling against the system you're rebelling against your body at that point you're not rebelling against anything except for yourself
1: and you're doing them a favor exactly and when you're fighting you're also doing them a favor yep and if you ask it's like the Black Lives Matter movement if you ask most most people and I. You know, we'll use the term. If you ask a black man or black woman what they think of it, like, and not the ones you see in the media that they, you know, cater to, but your your average Joe, they'll tell you it's fucking ridiculous. They bought what a hundred and twenty dollar mansion or something. Yeah. Out of that money that was donored to that that cause. Yeah. Well, obviously, th- there's more to it, and uh there's certain figureheads that you'll see. It's like the same guy funded that and wants to destroy basically North America from the inside out is the same guy that's paying migrants to come to the Mexican, Mexican-American Mexican border mm-hmm. and he's also paying for buses to bring them there. Yeah. And this is the same guy that goes on television and, and basically states how much he hates what we have and how much he was more than willing to overturn it and this is there's again one of the select few we'll call them the elites as we always do and there's so many of them and uh i just uh it's sometimes you know people like us that are awake to this it seems like we're screaming at out the window nonstop about this stuff and and uh but know that it is happening people are awake and they're awakening at a rapid rate right now. And it, it's like, I can already see it. It's from 10 years ago to what it is now. And it, it's, it, there's a reason for it. It's because you weren't meant to do this. Like, like we're the only people on this planet that pay to live. Yeah. So we're, we're paying rent to live in, on our own planet. Keep this in mind. We're paying to drink our own water that's polluted to hell, we're paying to eat our own food that's grown out of the earth that we inhabit so we have we pay for amenities and we pay for freedom and then they throw us a little bone on the weekend say hey there's your weekend but then you got to go slave to the grind as opposed to, to a collective like where we're helping each other build houses we're helping each other build farms instead of that where where it's were, we're being monetized for everything and they found a way to monetize it put it into a system and then into an educational system that indoctrinates us to you know you you learn how to write you learn math you learn all the basics and then as it progresses you learn a, a trade or a career and then you work that career until you're 65 years old and now it's probably going to be fucking 75 uh-huh and uh by the time you retire to enjoy life you're too old to do anything you die off and the next generation comes along yep. and they've articulated it's slavery it's literally you've been convinced that you're living in freedom but really it's it's a contrived system
0: well yeah and it's like also on that point too um you know devin Maggie, the guy that made um you know you are a black magician the uh youtube documentary about but
1: let, let let me preface something first 33 is the best reference point cuz he remembers all these names i remember the content <laughs> but he remembers every fucking name so yeah sorry go ahead devin
0: yeah so devin maggie um he made this documentary called you are a black magician it's been taken off youtube now i have it um Re-uploaded on YouTube um, Under a channel that I can't say the name of right now, but if you look for it, you can find it, but um, So he Devin Maggi uh, uses the term um, Stereotypical archetypes or toxic archetypes Where you know after your indoctrination uh, As soon as as soon as you hit grade school, basically now there's a lot of people who are progressively raising their children doing homeschooling and stuff So they don't really fit into this category eventually they will or you know some who fit into these categories eventually will break out of them but these stereotypical archetypes are like you know your jock your prep your stoners your nerds your barbies your uh losers whatever they have these different cliques um that have been indoctrinated for you to indoctrinate into them and you know like if you look before school like what kind of cliques was there well there was like the mafia and there was you know the golfers and the the elite and uh, you know the the nine to five mechanics and stuff like that but it wasn't like a social thing It, it was never a social thing it was based on your job but as soon as school started and not even at the start of school at first school was a classroom there was you know like six kids or maybe 20 kids in a class and that's all the school was but as school became more mainstream um as soon as you hit kindergarten you're expected to fit into a clique and you know, your clique at that age could be anything based on, you know, how you dress or how your parents dress you or how much money they have or, you know, how you interact with the other kids. As you get older, it becomes more of like a, a political thing to where, um, you know, you're expected to fit in with, you know, one of those uh, aforementioned um, groups. And if you don't fit in with those groups, then, uh, you know, you're considered like the outcast or like, you know, the loser or whatever and people like that tend to be the ones who actually break away from the grain a lot sooner. Um, but I'm not saying like it's not possible for you know the the average bimbo or the average jock to uh, find themselves. It's all about circumstance, and you know like a lot of people like when you say you know God is real or uh, everything, you know everything has a meaning or everything happens for a reason. Um, you know you have those people who say oh i've seen no proof that god exists blah blah or i've seen no proof that everything happens for a reason but the thing is is like uh, circumstance and events can change that uh me for example i was your average um you know preppy kind of jock and and you know grade nine and uh you know the start of grade 10 and circumstance which you know i was i was fitting in with everybody i was i was popular uh you know i didn't you know do anything i went to class and then hung out at lunchtime with the the popular like older kids and um as it took for me to break out of that grain which i'm grateful for was final fantasy 7 you know it's just i was bored i wanted to play a game i used to play like tony hawks and grind session and crash bandicoot and stuff and and tried final fantasy 7 because my dad bought it for me never bothered to to actually play it past the first save point but then, you know, I, I was smoking weed with my friend, and then he went home, and I was high and wanted to play a game, and I was sick of all the games I had. I pulled out Final Fantasy VII. I'm like, whatever, I'll just play it. It's something to play. And I I can tell you now, that game changed my life. If it wasn't for that game, I wouldn't believe that the Earth was living and that nature mattered at all. Um, so that, that is a circumstance or an event in my life that changed the entire course of my life. And this can happen to anybody. Like, you know, the average Joe can... Uh, you know, his car breaks down. He has to walk to work. He decides to go down a random alleyway, meets a guy who starts ranting about, um, you know, the corruption of the system or something. And, and maybe he hears it, but he's like, ah, oh, you're crazy. And then as time goes by and he's watching the news, he's like, oh wait, okay, maybe what that guy was saying was true. I'm going to look into it. Bam. That's, that's the seed planted in the ground right there that sprouts a, you know, a tree, uh, of, against the gray knowledge. um, So the the thing is, is like, it may seem minuscule when when you have people like us or, you know, people like Eric Dubai or Mark Sargent um, trying to expose all these indoctrinated truths and, uh, or sorry, indoctrinated lies and trying to give you the truth. It may seem insignificant, but as long as it reaches one or two people and those people go and research and find out the truth for themselves and then they start telling people it, it causes a ripple effect, which is happening right now. And especially in children, because children are born innocent and they they have no filters. And they're, with the internet, like this is, you know, the internet's like the, one of the biggest distractions besides the film industry and the video game industry, to distract people away from the truth. But that same internet is giving these kids an open range of uh, subjects, and you know, TikTok, and they might just be scrolling through TikTok, being like, "Oh yeah, funny cat video." Oh yeah. Oh, that guy fell and, and hurt himself and it was really funny. Okay, okay, yeah, there's a shootout there. That's bad. And then the next thing they click on with some ominous music is like, BAM, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and then their brain is exposed to that and they're like, What is this? And then they go and they search it and you know, um the the devil's greatest tool is being used against them at this point. The internet is spreading this mass conscious awakening no matter how much you know, barium and, and chemicals they put in the in the food and in our skies, and uh, how much they try to shut us down, it's like, uh, what's the term, um, like a virus growing out of control, and it's it's honestly reaching the point to where, um, like, there's going to be like a civil uprising, and when it comes to that civil uprising, whether it's the world or whether it's one country, we outnumber the government and the military. Uh, hundreds of thousands to one so they're really scared that that's going to happen oh
1: then that's why they're tightening the reins mm-hmm. and we'll you know i i drank the kool-aid too for a lot of years and then it, like you said it was it was a seed and the seed gets planted the tree grows and then you start taking out all the bad weeds and trees of knowledge knowledge really is power people like it's i can't say it enough i've learned so much i've learned exponentially well especially since we've been talking but and that's things you'll meet other people who share the same the same viewer you know i had a set kind of pattern on what i viewed was wrong and this and that and then i met 33 here and then he expanded on that because i had Especially on the spiritual side of it. I, I had very little knowledge. I, I, was, I was all about the info and the facts. And then that opened up a whole can of worms. And I, I, all I can say is read what you can, witness what you can, and find out what you can. Because at the end of the day, and this is probably going to be one of the last points I'll touch on. Everything... It's a hard pill to swallow when you realize that everything you were taught in school, everything you were taught about history, everything you were taught in your life is a lie. Or mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's a curriculum made to make you act a certain way. And that's not what you were meant. You were meant to be free. You were meant to, to gain knowledge. You were meant to ascend this existence that we're in right now and evolve and that that's part of the meaning of life is to evolve your life and it touches on but the spiritual end of it and the there is a magical spiritual end to this life that goes in conjunction with the technology that goes in conjunction with the organic and the physical and the spiritual it all plays into it and like you were saying that's a great notion that a seed you plant a seed and it grows, just like our earth, because everything that we do and everything we need is symbolically in this earth,
0: exactly, and in you, this
1: plane of existence. Sorry.
0: Yeah. So if you think the seed grows the tree, the tree drops more seeds, more seeds grow into trees, and so on and so forth. Now, if you look at the tree of life, what not? It's not the same tree of life that you see, like um, the monarchy using or that you see in a lot of mainstream spiritual. Uh, movements, um, the Tree of Life, the actual name is Yggdrasil, and it is the the life tree that stems out of the center of the planet. Now, <clears throat> this is in North mythology, and I encourage everybody to look it up, because I, I bring this up a lot, you know, even in my music and stuff too, um, that, you know, like, if you look at any images of uh, Yggdrasil or Norse mythology maps of how the the planets work it shows you like a disc which we're on midgard which is earth shows you asgard which is the heavens but it's unclear whether it's the heavens above the firmament or below the firmament because they have a second heaven and a first heaven um and then you know it also shows you the underground like so the center of earth agartha or shul whatever you want to call it um would be technically inside of um, Yggdrasil uh, but obviously it would look very Earth-like and you know there is a, a kind of like a membrane down there that acts like a sun and you know lots of ancient civilizations have retreated down to there and um, you know uh, with with some digging and some information we've discovered that there are um, predecessors of the Atlanteans that are down there and they're gearing up for a war against the custodians which are the rulers of you know the flat earth and if you go even further below that then you see at the roots of the trees there are the um the nine dimensions or i guess eight dimensions um you know um so you have like uh Jotunheim and um banaheim and so on and so forth and as i said in the 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 flat earth rant. Um, they look oddly suspiciously like the planets and you can match Mars and um, you know uh, Neptune and Venus and and all these planets to the dimensions and the the images depict them just how the planets look so it brings up the question are the the planets that we see which are clearly just images they're digital if you zoom in on them they, they, they pixelate which is not supposed to happen Uh, Are they just metaphysical or like ethereal representations of the other dimensions, or are they literally put there to distract us from the fact that there is the other dimensions? And uh, the evidence for the other dimensions is is proof within itself. No, we have these other dimensions where, you know, giants live and where elves live, fairies, and so on and so forth. But then we also have this threaded multiverse kind of thing going on, too. Where, you know, like the events of two thousand and twelve and why we have the um what's that thing called? The Mandela Effect. The Mandela um, effect, yeah. You know, why we have this is because there is is multiple versions of what we're experiencing now, just like in these other dimensions. In Vanaheim, for example, there's probably multiple versions of what's happening in Vanaheim, but in different uh ethereal planes. And, you know, you see these videos of you know cars driving down a tunnel and all of a sudden a car comes out of the wall of the tunnel or um you know like you know, a lot of the references have to do with cars <laughs> weirdly enough but like because i guess nobody just really notice a person just appearing out of a wall mm. out of nowhere unless they're really paying attention which most people don't but you, you see these things just fabricated out of nowhere you also see these videos posted everywhere of birds frozen in the sky or planes frozen in the sky and it uh, begs the question of what's going on here so if you look around enough you can actually discover that you know when that bird's glitching it is somewhere in between two fabrics of two different dimensions our dimension and another dimension and you'll uh, yeah sorry. go
1: ahead you'll hear the number nine a lot too number three as well yeah um which is part of the reason why we chose her names but uh there's you know, we'll say nine planets, there's nine dimensions. And That's we will insane. touch on this another time. Um, we're nine dimensional beings, possibly more than that, probably more than that, I should say. And, and we'll explain all that. Um, guys, if, if you're doubting the flat earth stuff, like in a nutshell, we could show you probably a thousand pictures that were confiscated from nasa where they're showing like you know the space station and it's literally they're filming it and it's in a pool yeah okay guys so uh, astronauts and green screens and that's the very footage they put on television
0: and claim that it's real
1: and yeah like it this isn't you know and we'll touch on the moon landings and shit too but they're saying they had the nasa <laughs> guy on television saying hey, I'd love to go to the moon, but we destroyed that technology and we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Well, then how the fuck are you going to go to Mars? How do you go to the space station if the moon's just, you know, ex- <laughs> you know, just over from the space station? You know, like, you, you, you've got to see it. And this is the thing. We've, we've been dumbed down. We've been numb, numbed to the point where, where we're not seeing this. And it's right in front of our face. It's there if you want to find it. All you gotta do is look and you'll find it. But on, on on that it's just like I said, nothing is an accident. Okay, and they don't want you to see this other stuff, because then you'll go, Oh, they've been lying to us. I'll put it to you this way and and you'll you'll agree with me, okay. Thirty years ago Metallica was the greatest band in the world. And here we are thirty years later, and they have their reputation, right? Because for 30 years people have passed on you know, it would now be like grandpa, son and then the younger kid or grandpa, father, son imagine if that was something about the world or something about the universe made up and it was passed down over 30 years, imagine if it was fucking 300 years Yep. imagine how saturated that could get, imagine how much that could like a screw into your brain put a permanent fixture well think about that with everything think about that with your life, your job everything and they've been doing this for hundreds of years at least so think of how how far down down the hole we've been put that we have to climb out to get back to the surface about the truth and this is like in the space agency they've been doing this for God knows how long you know at least 60 years so you know time times that multiply that by three and imagine about the government and the system and the the fiat money system and all this shit
0: yeah exactly and the, the thing too is as time goes by you know especially in the past like now not so much but in the past like you know it was all word of mouth and some people were scholars and wrote stuff down and then You know people with a lot of money got a hold of these scriptures and you know oh we shouldn't tell people about that let's burn it okay let's take this and doctrine it and make it seem like this and you know that's the bible for example um so heavenly doctrinated that it's it's almost unrecognizable based on or like uh, compared to what they had back in the day um you know even from the the king james to the new testament and so on and so forth Uh, same with a lot of, a lot of cultures and religious scripts. Um, you know, even the, the cuneiform tablets that were discovered in, in Sumeria, um, a lot of those tablets, they just took a mold of them and changed them, uh, and then destroy the original clay tablets. And, you know, that's why they, you know, they want to change history because, uh, what was, what's the term, um those who those who have won the war are the holders of history or, or the ones who can change history. Um, so we, we come to this point where everything that we're taught and everything that we believe in whether it's the dinosaurs or the Bible or uh, you know World War one, a lot of the stuff is word of mouth and we're trying to digest that in a technological age where now everything is saved and documented and it's super easy for somebody to take, you know, even a page on Wikipedia hack the code of the page without anybody ever knowing they were there and changed the information and we also get that a lot with you know, a lot of the Mandela effect stuff too and um, the, the biggest problem with that change of information is that we never know the truth, but the funny thing is is um, Just like the the truth is hidden in plain sight. So are the lies and the lies are uh so overly dominating the truth that you know and and it seems like it's part of an agenda too to to spread as much misinformation as possible so that way when somebody tries to bring up the topic then you have 40 other people that are like majority rules and we all believe it's this even though you could be the one that's right and they're just following what they saw on tv um so it's it's sad but true but um good song and uh uh, yeah it's just it's it's kind of like a puppet show um you know mark Sargent's flatter of clues uh when compiled all together there um you know he he goes through some really in-depth things and i know a lot of people are like oh mark Sargent's a show blah, blah blah the shit that he says is important what he's saying how the things work why they would hide it um, what they're doing to hide it, their all, all their little secrets and stuff. That is some legitimate information. I don't care who you are or who you believe in or whatever. I I value that documentary, um, you know, more than the two hundred proofs that Earth is flat by Eric Dubai Because, you know, the the flat Earth clues was one of the first things that I saw on the information. Now it's almost impossible to find this stuff on YouTube. They just rule everything out or hide it or whatever. But, um, you know, back then it's all we really had to see um and that opened our eyes up you know we we were puppets who cut our strings but finding that information and verifying that information and doing rigorous research is what turned us into real boys basically so um yeah it, it, and it's can, crazy
1: you can say you know about anybody you know, and that was a famous that was a famous anti countermeasure. Was calling people conspiracy. Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, don't don't pay. He's crazy. Yeah. Well, well, the thing I found was you know, and and especially with the quote pandemic. I'll, I'll use quotes very loosely. Pandemic. Plandemic, Yeah. Uh, Scamdemic. <laughs> um. Was that they use that one a lot? Oh, they're crazy. Oh, they're, well, people. Honestly, uh, us, quote, conspiracy theorists are fucking batting like 1,500 right now. We're, we're over a 1,000. And everything that we've talked about has came to fruition. So, I mean, if if someone's willing to put in the wrench time and, and sit on their computer and research and then go back through documents and, and all this stuff, then there, there's got to be some validity to it. And that's a big thing. And, and with either one of us, I know this. We're not going to bring something to the table unless it's been vetted and gone through and try to debunk it and everything else. But, like, the proof is in the pudding. Like, like these... We're funding a space agency that's useless. It, it's just there to launder money. Yep. And, and keep people in a box. And, and that's the thing. People weren't... And that goes back to education. And I know this because I have someone close to me who has a... a who's on the spectrum and, and you know, for, for lack of a better word, I, I'm Android and he's Apple. So he learns a different way. And uh, not everybody is the same. Everybody is unique, everybody is different and has their own beauty. So putting everybody into a classroom, i.e. a box and expecting them all to learn the same thing, the same way, that's that strong, I know. We're, we're testing out our flavors um but that's that's what it is not everybody was meant to learn a certain way like you have, you kind of have to find your own way in your own i i was horrible in math class but i can do math like nobody's business like I, I i i do it in my head or i do it you know a different way but i still get the same result as the calculator but i'm not a calculator and uh Yeah. The biggest takeaway is, is what they've put us. So I'll ask you a question. Is it your fault that they brought out all these fast food companies and they did all this stuff to our agriculture system? And then they, you know, corporatized our food and our farmers. So our farmers couldn't do anything without being sued by a multinational corporation with a hundred lawyers and they bankrupt the farmers and buy up their land. And then you know gmo crap is that your fault so do you have to pay for the pollution that they're putting into our planet like is it your fault that the planet has taken this turn when if it if it were up to you i know i know the answer right now hey do you want this pound of ground beef from you know hypothetically ronald mcdonald or do you want this fresh piece of ground beef from this this farmer well duh one one's gonna taste amazing and one's not so is it your fault no is it your fault they made all these super super farms with hundreds of thousands of cattle putting these you know ammonia emissions no they did that to cater to the corporations that own the restaurants it's not because if it were up to you and nobody knows how to nobody knows how to hunt nobody knows how to grow food anymore because it's all it's it's been softened to the point where it's all like it's in the grocery store or it's in one of the fast food chains and this is the thing nobody knows how to build a fire anymore so how do you keep yourself warm you don't you're reliant upon the system and that's the way they want you they want you not healthy and reliant upon their system so that at any given moment they can hit a button and stop it and bring you to your knees. <clears throat> and that's part of this COVID thing. And uh, they don't want privatized. So if I have $5 and I give it to you, you and me and whoever is present are the only ones that know I gave you that money, unless you tell somebody. But if I send you $5 electronically, the government knows, the bank knows. Uh, the elites know so then if and it's getting very close that they're going to pull this off where it's a conversion to digital currency okay so every single penny in every country is now monitored and if they don't like what you're standing for they hit a button and guess what your bank card doesn't work anymore because it's electronic Electric cars, they forced everybody to buy gasoline cars. We had electric cars 30 years ago Then they scrapped it because the oil companies wanted more money And we kept gasoline cars and kept the emissions going into the air. Well now even the smallest towns have smog so We're at that point now everybody owns a gasoline car and now they're like fuck that now now we want y'all to buy Tesla's and electric cars you want to know why because if they don't like what you're doing they can hit a button and guess what you don't get your battery charged anymore your car doesn't work anymore they can remotely kill it they can remotely kill your bank card so that if you don't have fucking eight needles in your neck you can't go to the store that's a kilometer and a half away because they've set a perimeter block on your bank card
0: well, actually reminded me too, I can't remember what movie it was, but there was a movie where, um, they had complete control of, you know, all the cars and stuff. It might've been Total Recall. No, I don't think it was Total Recall. It was something, but, um, and then the guy was like, you know, all these, these cars had computer chips and they, they could do whatever they want. They were mm-hmm. like crashing them into, and into other people or something. What movie was that? It might've been a Tom Cruise movie. Um. Oh, a Minority Report? Yeah, it might have been.
1: Where they do the arrests ahead of time?
0: Yeah, uh, it might not have been that, though. But I, anyways, so in this movie, you know, they had control of everything electronically. They could stop a car, they could blow up a car, so on and so forth. And then the guy was like, oh, you know, like, basically, like, fuck this. I have, like, a 67 Chevy. And this is a car that has very little uh, computer components in it. It doesn't have a, a computer chip in it. Um, it's all just electric and gas. Um, or you know like mechanical and gas um, and that he would use this car while nobody else could drive or something like that and that that you know brings us to yes gas is really bad for the environment and sucking oil out of the earth is literally sucking like you might as well put a needle in your arm and drain yourself dry because that's pretty much what we're doing to the planet but <laughs> you know it there, there's going to be this time where everybody's going to be electric and old gas cars and stuff are going to be banned. A lot of them are banned now because of the, the smog output or whatever the, the, the car. Oh, output. yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but then you also have different types of fuel, you know, and I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, like these weird things like made out of fucking pickle juice or, you know, whatever they, they, make, <laughs> they make it out of or out of farts or, you know, uh, but they do have water-based vehicles um Mm -hmm. and people are getting killed over these patents and it's like um hho uh whether it's wet cells or dry cells um hho can literally power your car to drive across the entire country and not drop a dime of gas
1: oh and we had free energy yeah not that long ago Yeah, and magnetism and stuff and this is something we'll touch on too the history that's been changed because it's it's not our real history Uh, there's there's a certain and we've been told this and like I said hundreds of years it's been drilled into our heads so that's all we know but it's actually that's a big big one is is realizing that it's all a lie it literally is all a fucking lie and uh yeah water water power everything they poison the water they poison the food and uh Yeah, and we're expected to be the blame for it, and this is the biggest takeaway from this is it's their articulation, but it's our fault. No it's not our fault. This is what we've been handed, this is all we've been handed, and they've made it so that we can't do it naturally. Exactly. And if there is some companies, there are some good holistic and organic companies, They set the prices for it and guess what we got to pay an arm and a leg To make a living or to eat healthy and uh, I I know it especially because I don't like Chemical foods (laughs) and I, I, I like my meat from a farm. I like my vegetables locally. I like you know And this is a big big thing because for me to do that I'm spending two to three times as much on food which you know given the state of affairs right now everybody's struggling you've got to have at least two working people in one place that even get to the level of water so what do you do you it's it's your fault but yet they they've set the chessboard for you so you can only play this way this way or this way if you, you
0: play it any other way they will kill you
1: right and your 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 free thought and your freedom of thought has been taken it's been, it's been relayed to you that it's, it's it it is a choice but it's not a choice you if i give you three roads in front of you and say you got to pick one of these don't pay attention to the 12 roads to the right and the 12 roads to the left of that <laughs> Well, then obviously you're going to pick one of three. And if you go outside it, I'm going to have the cops at your door. I'm going to have the government or I'm going to take away all your freedoms.
0: Exactly.
1: Bingo. So this is this is the big thing. And, and all people are talking about sin numbers. Oh, oh, my God, that's a that's a patent on people while well, the government owns you. Well, if the government comes up to you and says, OK, you're now my property, what are you going to say to them? Okay, put your head down and go with it. You say no. (laughs) It's that simple. It's a matter of just saying no and doing the opposite, or doing the right thing.
0: Well, that's the thing too. Is like a lot of people, when they're you know slapped on the hand and said no, don't do that. You know they they learn their lesson and they just go back to their their normal robotic life. But then you have people like me. It's like they tell us no and we keep going. It doesn't matter. Like what you do to us whether you kill us whether you put us in jail it doesn't matter as long as we go out of this world or go into that jail being who we are and not changed to fit their indoctrinated expectations we are winning
1: and and that plays into the softening like you know they don't know how to function without the system they also don't know how to fight the system and that's a big one because that takes away your life force. That takes away a lot of your soul and your 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 freedom of choice, freedom of thought. You know, that's that's a big one. And I'll 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 end this on on this one note. Government was designed to know very little about the people but answer to the people. And we were supposed to know everything about the government so we could keep them in check. Plus, the media was supposed to assist us in that reporting of the actual facts. It's the opposite nowadays. It's the government knows every fucking thing we do, and we know nothing that goes on behind the scenes.
0: Exactly. And uh, on a final note, on my end here, because we're going to wrap this podcast up because we've got some stuff to do, um, when you look at the fabric of all this stuff and all the stuff you're expected to do and all the stuff you're liable for um you're not you're you are a spiritual flesh and and chemical made up of micro parasites and and bugs um being and your name on a piece of paper is not a legal representation of you so go against the grain and when they try to summons you to court or when they try to place you under arrest for it, they can't because they have your name, not your entity. So if everybody wants to do a little bit of research, I highly suggest go on YouTube. If it's not on YouTube anymore, you'll find it. Type the words, meet your straw man, and it will tell you exactly how they pin you to being who you are with your name as a legal um, name on a tender. Uh, It's also the same way they uh, encircle you into everlasting debt your entire life and how they loan money out using your name. So check that out. Meet your strawman, S-T-A-R, wait, S-T-R-A-W-M-A-N.
1: This is your planet, people. Why are you paying for it? Why are you accountable to anyone? This, look, look at the ground, look down. That's yours. That's not theirs.
0: Exactly. And uh, uh, the last thing I'm going to say here on that, that same note is it's your planet. Why aren't you doing anything to help it? So that's it for our podcast tonight on Air Radio. Join us next week at 9 p.m. Thursday. And be sure to check in on anchor.fm slash air radio uh, for any rants and stuff that we might post in the meantime. Uh, We're also looking to set up a few more podcasts so that we can go directly live, um, as well as the same time as recording for other podcasts, and uh, expect to see a lot of the stuff on on Google and and Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, iHeartRadio, so on and so forth, at least until they try to shut us down. If they do try to shut us down, then we might have to call in some favors from InfoWars and yeah
1: a few others yeah and you may see a podcast this weekend you may see one fucking tomorrow if we feel the bug we're gonna do it so exactly. it, it could be one a week it could be five a week
0: yeah there's a, a lot of years of disdain that need to be
1: fleshed out
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyways again thank you for joining our podcast on air radio i'm 33
1: i am 333
0: and we hope you have a wonderful and against the grey night.